0: Time once again for our broadcast, Good News and Better News, where we spend 22 minutes advancing the theory that life really does not suck. And now, here is our host, author, screenwriter, and podcastman, Jonathan Richard Kring. His name was Galileo. The centuries have moved along... And brought us a picture of this man. And now he's basically referred to as the father of modern science. Now, 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 wait a second. You see, during his lifetime, he was not called the father of modern science. Matter of fact, he was called a kook, a necromancer, and a heretic. (laughs) I, I can tell you right now, any one of those names... Any one of those three names will cause you to lose favor on your local neighborhood watch. After all, a kook is someone who may be mentally deranged. A necromancer is a person who might dance with the devil in the pale moonlight. And a heretic is just someone who dares to question the doctrine of the church. Galileo just got tired he got tired of staring up into the heavens wondering what all those lights were about so here's what he did he built himself a telescope now the significance of that is nobody had ever built a telescope before so this was pretty 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 important but building the telescope ended up being his uh, crucial mistake. See, if you want to remain acceptable in your present era, don't build anything that makes you see things more clearly. Galileo came to a conclusion. Here it was. He told everybody around him that the earth does not live as the center of the solar system or the universe. But the earth revolves around the sun. Not the other way around. Even though the religious system and the intelligentsia of the day had no basis at all for thinking that the earth was the center of things. It didn't prevent them from holding that that truth was self-evident. So Galileo was tried, persecuted, and Roundly rejected as a person who had no regard for the real truth. Nowadays, his accusers look like buffoons. And as I told you earlier, he is deemed the father of modern science. But as we learned last week, Galileo is not the real father of science. Maybe a well-intentioned uncle. But the true father, the true father of science is the spirit of God. Manifesting itself, revealing itself, showing itself to be real through science. And science is absolutely magnificent as long as it remains hungry instead of bloated with its own self-importance. It is just too easy for those who study science to make fun of the ignorance of religion and the short-sightedness of unstudied opinions. So science can unfortunately become a religion, which when it does that, it removes itself from the spirit of God, and it becomes a man-made peace, a man-made peace, of ridiculous destitution. God is a spirit and and we know this from last week you you would you remember one of his spirits that he manifests that explains him that shares him because he doesn't have a physicality to him is science. I think this was made clear in the good book many times. Uh, one one that comes to my mind when, when Jesus was telling people, The simplicity of what works and what doesn't. He told this small story. In this story, he brought out a common, well-recognized realization. He said, for which of you, if you're building a tower, for instance, does not sit down and count the cost, whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, what happens is you can end up laying the foundation, but that's it. No end game. You see, that's the problem with science. Whenever it stops and applauds itself for discoveries, it forgets that it was discovery that brought them to the point of being worthy of some applause. The Spirit of God is science, and because we are constantly discovering new realizations, self-righteousness, or even resting on the laurels of a nobel prize i honestly it seems ill advised for those who want to pursue god through science we are all on a journey to count the cost to realize that the world around us is is not complex just mostly undiscovered there is so much that's still undiscovered that it, for us to rest one of the laps and say, okay, we're going to celebrate right now how smart we are, is not only stupid, but it can cost us all sorts of ramifications. If we want to tap the part of God that is science, we must deal with the factors that are part of God. So we must include new discoveries into our faith so that our faith has some works to it. That'll keep it from being dead. We can keep science from being dead by not stalling our discoveries, but instead humbly realizing there's always going to be a new one tomorrow. Galileo was not trying to piss off religious people by building his telescope. Galileo was trying to reach the Spirit of God through science. He wasn't trying to make other people feel ignorant. He was trying to expand his own brain capacity. And if Galileo came today, if he walked in today and sat down with modern scientists, he would not lecture, but instead take copious notes. You and I must honor the Spirit of God by giving science its due, its position, and its power. If God created the universe, he did it scientifically refusing to recognize that science is God's spirit, is ignoring the intelligence of the divine and only accepting the spiritual. It doesn't matter what we do. Whenever we put a foot down, even today, when we say, well, I, I, I just don't believe in climate change. I, you know, I don't know what I think about climate change. We shouldn't have an opinion on climate change. But I do know this. In Genesis, the first chapter, verse 28, it said, after God created everything, after the evolution occurred and man was put on the earth, it said, now you have dominion. You have the responsibility to make sure this thing runs well. You've been given the intelligence to do it. You've been given the science around you to discover how to keep the oceans from flowing over into the cities, how you can discover how to protect the The wildlife. Instead of standing back and saying, there's nothing more to learn, we already know it. It's called God, and God is all we need. No, that's true as long as you recognize that God is science. We got to give science its due. There are three things that are necessary to be a good god-fearing scientifically minded traveler. They aren't they aren't real complicated, but they must be followed faithfully because without faith, it's impossible to please the god of science. Number 1, discover but don't tout. The blessing of discovery is what should bring joy to our hearts. Not discussing how brilliant we were when we uncovered something that was always there. We just found it. When you come across something that was placed by creation and evolution on this planet, consider yourself an unprofitable servant. In front of the words, you're simply doing what you're supposed to do. Learn without bragging. Can we get that one across? Let's learn without bragging. Number two, step back when you learn something. Step back when you uncover something. Step step back when you discover something. And listen for contradictions to your ideas. Does this piece of enlightenment you've discovered receive confirmation in the other elements of the earth, the solar system, the Milky Way, and the universe? Galileo looking through a telescope, discovering that the sun was large and many things were encircling it, came up with a notion that confirmed many portions of human life rather than contradicting them just so you could protect a church doctrine which had no foundation in anything but tradition. But as I said, Galileo today If he came in our world today, he would be a first grader in a doctorate program of scientific discovery. And Galileo would gladly take his position with his crayons, construction paper and jar of paste and sit there and wait to be enlightened. See, finally, after you've use what you've discovered instead of bragging about it and then stood back and allowed your revelation to be contradicted if necessary don't go on a tour to discuss your little piece of magic it's too soon right what you need to do is this head back to the laboratory and do more research it doesn't matter what your occupation is or if you're in, real, real, in a red state or in your blue state, wherever the real estate is. God will not be mocked by creating a universe which we decide to scientifically ignore because it is it's can inconvenient to our present sermon series that we're working on. Try and draw nigh to the real science guy. Draw nigh to the real science guy. For God is a spirit, and one of his spirits is science, which requires that we learn without bragging, look for contradictions to our assertions, and continue to do research until we find the next magical piece to the earthly puzzle. The good news is we're all meant to be scientists seeking out the Spirit of God. And the better news is the rewards of what we find are so mind-boggling that we will never complain about the hours of study. That's it for today. Stay tuned next week when we will gather once again and find ways to put the pin back in the grenade. Be sure to subscribe and follow us on social media and at goodnewsandbetternews.com.